Welcome to the Eric St. Joe Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you all doing on this glorious 11th of May? This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. I actually uh, brushed my hair today. I said, you know what? I want to I wanna at least resemble that I didn't just rise out of bed and just, just come in here like some kind of slob. Uh, now, that normally is the case. But for some reason, I said, I want to I go the extra mile to not look like a homeless person pretty much been wearing sweatpants or shorts and t-shirts and hoodies for the past three and a half years okay couldn't be better i love it uh jacob bennett from bennett flooring installation visited the other day and uh busted me about yeah put on some pants i'm like are you crazy First of all, no. Second of all, you showed up in slippers. And I'm not kidding you. They were some type of like comfort work slippers. And uh, he had uh, also what appeared to be sweatpants. But they were made by like uh, Cintas or Carhartt or, you know, some type of work gear. But they definitely resembled sweat attire. So, you know, I mean, are you serious? You're out in the field. Pulling up in the flooring department, flooring amb- ambulance, and I am, uh, I'm at home. So, I mean, I'm allowed to do this. But welcome. I digress already. It's going to be like this today. I'm telling you. Uh, we are 58 minutes, 58 minutes away from dear Meathead with my beloved 88-year-old father. Okay. Send a question if you'd like something answered. If you'd like to be featured on the show, Eric at Eric Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I've got uh, a few, a few questions. In fact, I better check the Facebook post because I always post on Facebook and Twitter about this the night before in case anybody wants to leave a question on any of those uh, two social media spots. Typically, though, people email them in. Uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Oh, there's a... Let's see here. <laughs> Michael Ball has a question. Uh, it's concerning... Uh, me challenging Mike again. Glutton for punishment with regard to the Grand Rapids Marathon in 20 weeks. Dear me, a dear friend of mine just committed to a challenge that he is woefully unqualified to handle. He tried once before and it ended horrible for him. <laughs> what advice can I give him? As always, appreciate the insight and, of course, Joanne's laughs. Fellow runner Joe Morin writes, Michael Ball. Dear Michael, it sounds like your friend is a stubborn ass. He needs to have some real runners help him to accomplish this challenge. Well, first of all, Mike Ball didn't say anything about running to my dad, Joe Moran. You're reading into it. 
He is not self-motivated and lacks certain discipline qualities. I hope you kick his ass one more time this year and raise a ton more money for AT. So it already has begun. Hey, Joe. Hey, Mike Ball. This is me, Joe Morin. Hey, Mike Ball. And it sounds like your friend is a stubborn ass. He needs to have some real runners. Help him to accomplish this challenge. That's my Joe Morin impression. Hey guys, it's me, Joe Morin. It may not sound like it, but I'm a Rhodes Scholar. is wrong with you can i just can i just try can why is it that when i commit to trying you tell me to go fuck myself that is not okay you bunch of fucking bullies my god today i am headed over to the radio ranch iheart media Oh, that is a large wasp in here. That makes me not happy. Hang on. Now I don't know where it is. This thing was as big as a bird. Holy shit. Normally, I'll see various bits of... I'll see like a stink bug, which I've referenced before in here. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Let him go. Take him outside later on. What the fuck? Where did he? Oh, shit. There he is. Okay. Don't move. Wow. Ah! Holy shit. This guy is huge. Oh. Man. That is a, it's like as big as a, oh, it's like as big as a bird. Shit. Well, that's the end of that. Zenith bashed the wasps. <laughs> oh, I had picked up this mallet. And uh, Melinda writes, glad he put the mallet down. It's a wasp, not a hamster. Shut up. Okay. That distracted me, man. I can't. Ooh. That was creepy. Anyway, uh, on the radio today. And uh, 96.1, the game. The show starts at 3 p.m. So if you are out of the market, out of uh, West Michigan, you have to listen on the iHeartRadio app. So download that thing. And then you... uh, Search 96.1, the game, and then the show starts. Okay, so honestly, a lot like this show here, a lot of what is going to happen on that show cannot be, like, planned. Now, Bill was all about, you gotta have big-name guests you got to bring in guests. And it's like, well, yeah, you know what? 
that's fine. We can bring in guests. I don't know how big name they are, but uh, they're people that I'm comfortable with. He actually recommended a few of the people, and I go, well, that's that's I can I can interview anybody and make it interesting. I'm I'm very comfortable doing that. You can put a stranger in there in front of me, and I can find something interesting about that person. And so these aren't strangers that I'm bringing in. I'm bringing in Nate Smith in the uh, 3 o'clock hour, who is the head coach of the West Michigan Ironmen, a uh, very good friend of mine, and a wonderful human being, and just an interesting dude to begin with. So, okay, he'll join me. Uh, but in between, you know, guests in and out, I've still got to be me. So that means what I'm going to be doing on the uh, on the air is probably a lot of snark, uh, being an asshole, and trying to be a troll. Okay? A lot of what you'll hear will be uh, not true. Won't be, will be inaccurate. Four o'clock hour. Gentleman by the name of Jeff Striegel. Jeff is the general manager for Berlin Raceway, and he is also the voice of NASCAR on MRN, Motor Racing Network. Great guy. And then from uh, 5 p.m. to 6, who the hell is going to be on then? Oh, Steve Jabara, who is the general manager or president and owner of the uh, of the Grand Rapids Gold, the G League team that I work for, who I cannot wait to try to get him to tell the Dennis Rodman story. Tyler says you should put Ben Simon on the show. I'm sure he'd love to be on there. That actually was suggested, but I'm pretty confident he would decline. I'm on the radio today and tomorrow. I will be joined by Brett Hayes. Lurch is the executive producer of the show. Now, Lurch has very, very rarely spoken into a microphone on the air on that show. I don't know why. I don't know why it is, but when Bill does his show, very rarely does the producer of the show say anything. That was the case when he had Mueller on, and that also appears to be the case with uh, Brett. So Brett is going to be featured prominently here. You know, Megan says, call me. We can chat all things like little league majors, baseball and 11 under travel ball. That actually would be more interesting than the people that bill has on his show. Normally I'm getting this out of my system now, because if I say that on the air, he probably won't have me back. So if I, if I attack him here and say terrible things about him here, there's less chance that I will be uh, saying it on the air. Cole says, get Darren McCarty on. Perhaps, but I think he was recently on Bill's show. So I don't know. We'll see. Radio Voice Linda says the people want to hear about Alabama football. No, they don't. Why don't you shut up? 
And I say that with love. So that is today, 3 p.m. start. Show goes till 6. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know how it is in radio. You talk for like uh, uh, eight minutes and then you play 45 minutes of commercials. So essentially for that three hours, I think I'm talking for 12 minutes. 12 minutes of spoken word. The rest, commercials. All right. Check it out and it'll be a good time. Now, for those of you that are getting this show right this second as it happens live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm going to cut the show. I do this every day. And every day, I get at least one of you that decides to head over to Twitch and enjoy the rest of it. I do the show live on Twitch the in its entirety. Each and every day, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Stu McAllister just went live on Facebook yesterday. And one of the people that was watching him said, you should do these on Twitch. And he goes, I can't. I I don't know how. If you can type something into a URL field, you can do it. It's no different than going to Facebook, ding dong. It's just another platform. Uh, You go to twitch.tv or twitch.com slash Eric Zane live. That's all you do. And click the follow button and then pick up the show and enjoy the rest of it as it happens live. You might might have to set up a little profile for yourself. It takes you five seconds. Put your name on there. You have a username. That way, if you make any comments, it'll show up as whatever your username is. Follow the show. That way, when I go live, you will know. Okay, if you really want to have a good time, subscribe at that same spot. There's a red button that says Twitch Prime. Click it and link up your Amazon Prime account. You get that for free. That makes it so that you won't have any commercial interruption during the live stream. Everybody has the commercial when they first log on to start the show. But if you are subscribed, you will get no commercial interruption during the actual show and it's free with your amazon prime account don't have amazon prime it'll cost you five bucks or don't do it i don't care and then just endure the commercials doesn't matter to me that's up to you twitch.tv slash eric zane live goodbye 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 facebook twitter and youtube goodbye 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 and I think we're alone now. It doesn't seem to be any. I think we're alone now. It doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now. The beating of your heart is the only sound. Tommy James and Shondells. Uh, all right. Hot as hell. It got up to 87 degrees yesterday. Okay. And uh, I did a live video. Joe Martinez, Team Macho, here working on the house. Uh, He did my AC tune-up. Perfect. How perfect was this? As the temperature... Temperatures rising. As the temperature's going up. It's getting warmer and warmer. And Joe Martinez is, uh, is tuning up my AC. 
and uh, he does all what he does. I talk to him, talks my ear off, uh, and then he leaves. And then um, it's getting warmer and warmer in the house, and I go, well, I got to go turn the AC down. So I turn it down to a nice, crispy, cool temperature, and then uh, I notice it's not getting any cooler in the house. I go, whoa, what's up with this? I put my hand in front of the little register there where the co- uh, cold air comes out. Nothing. It's 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 nothing. Call him up. He says, "Hola." I said, "Betcha la chingala, cabron." He says, "Eh?" I said, uh, "Tu madre es una puta." He goes, "Eh?" And then I hung up. Now. That translates to, uh, let's see. Come mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. Comes chingo de cagada. I said that. Comos chingos de cagada. Comes chingo de cagada. Which means, hey, eat tons of shit. And he goes, ah? And then I said, lame mi palo con tu culo. And then I said, suck my dick with your butt. And then he said, what? And then I said, Tu madre es una puta. I said, it's still hot as hell in here. It's not getting, it's not blowing. And he goes, well, it was when I left. I go, well, it's not now, motherfucker. So what are you going to do about it? And so now how it is in this household. Um, no one, he just, I, I always tell people, just come in. That's why I tell Kyle B., the guy who works in my basement, not the child rapist. Uh, and that's what I tell Joe Morin. So I text Joe Morin, not Joe Morin, Joe Martinez. Joe Morin's. Hey, Joe, how are you? I'm going big. You, you looking forward to the riverbank run? I text Joe Martinez. First of all, he says to me, okay, senor, I will be there a little later on, senor. I go, okay. Uh, Then I text him. "Um, What time are you thinking about being here? And as I text him, I noticed that I hear something downstairs. He's in the basement. He just walked in. He's taking, and then, so I go in there and he's got shit taken apart. I go, what the hell's going on down here? And he goes, ay, 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 this thing is not talking to that thing up there, senor. And I go, you dirty Mexican. What the hell did you do? And he says, I didn't do anything, senor. You turn it on. Ay, ay, ay. And now it doesn't work. And I'm like, dude, come on. So what he determined was that from the time he tuned up the AC and it was blowing cold air to the time that I turned it on, the uh, thermostat malfunctioned. And so he figures this out. He goes, uh, thermostat's malfunctioning. I've overridden it and I've got a jumper on it, this, this little clip here. So it's blowing cold air. You see that? I go, yeah. He goes, you need a new thermostat. I go, okay. Uh, go get one and put it on. He goes, I'm not going to do that. I go, why not? 
because this is an easy job. You can do this. I go, fuck you. You're setting me up. You know exactly what you're doing. You're going to make me do this. And then it's going to shock the shit out of me or something like that. Or the house is going to burn down and you're going to sit there with all your drunk Mexican friends and you're going to laugh your ass off at the stupid gringo. I'm not falling for this shit. And he goes, you fixed the catch valve, senor. And I'm like, what the fuck? The catch valve or check valve, not catch valve. The check valve was the thing that he, he encouraged me to repair on the sump pump and it blew up in my face and fire a hose pressure water uh, intensity right in my face as it just disintegrated. Oh my God. And I ended up fixing it, but water was all over the place and he's laughing his ass off the fucking dummy. And I'm like, Jesus, what are you doing? So that worked out though, eventually, but he goes, I know you can do this senor. And I'm like, okay, all right. Well, he goes, it just got, you can go, you can get uh, a high-end one, senor, and you can hook it up and you can control it with your phone. Or you can go, the budget option is 50 bucks, senor, you hook it up and then boom, it's, you can, it's simple. So, uh, he says, he shows me, he goes, this is the green wire. This is the yellow wire. This is the red wire. This is the white wire. This is the blue wire. You're going to buy a replacement unit and it's going to, it's color coded. It's you just put the fucking wires in. You put two screws and hold it on there and it's what you set it. It's working. I go, I don't know, Joe. Uh, so now I have, uh, I have added, okay, this week alone has been such a shit show. Okay. These are all the busted things in my house. I got all of these doorknob parts that are, that are over here. When I kicked in the door, this fucking thing, when I kicked the door, my trophy that Mike Ball got me of the toilet uh, insulting me about the Grand Rapids half marathon that, that broke. And then now I've got this thermostat, this old thermostat stops. And so I said to him, I go, you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me, cause all the wires are, I go, if I take these wires and put them in, into this thing right here and put this thing back on and it's not going to work. He goes, that's correct. That's correct. See, see, senor. I go, all right, I'm going to do this. And then you be ready. And when I fuck it up, you come to my house and you, and you repair this. Okay. So I went over to uh, home repair, improvement place, whatever. And I, I picked one of these up. It's like, 50 bucks. I don't want to, I don't want a nest one. I don't want a fancy one that talks to my phone. Um, I just I want a programmable thermostat. They're dirt cheap, like 50 bucks. All right. Problem. The new one. Okay. This one has actual colors. You can see colors where those wires go. The new one does not. Did I get shit on my face? I think I did. But it has letters. So 
Instead of the color yellow, it has a Y. Instead of the color red, it has a R. You get it. But I'm not kidding you. This fucked me up. How, this is ridiculous. This is that little thing. It is, it is insane that I have any type of proficiency in anything at all. My one skill is the ability to BS. I have a built-in top of the line uh, Cadillac Escalade of a bullshit machine. That is all the only thing I am proficient at. Now, I see Arena Nick here, who is like a high-level electrician. I think the highest. I don't even know what it's called again. Is it called, uh, what is that term? Uh, uh, journey guy or something. Journey or, or uh, what? what is, what are you calling? What was that test you just passed? It's not journeyman. It's uh, master or dark lord. What is the term? It's really master. That means there's no one better. There's no one more qualified than the master electrician. The master electrician goes up to these journeymen and says, hey, fuck you. I've got the skills. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Journeyman sounds like someone you don't want in your home. Kent describes it as the grand wizard and the auto mod blocked it. Okay, so Grand Wizard Nick says, don't follow the colors. Put the same wire letter to letter. Well, that's bullshit. And here's why. Because on this one, it says where it's red, it says D. D. Now, on the new one, there was no D. It just said R for red. So you have managed to make me think that I have a fault. It's hooked up poorly. Like it's wrong. This one says for each of those colors, A, B, C, and D. That is not what is on the new uh, uh, thermostat. It's R, Y, white, G, there was an O on there. There was a B on there. So I have just argued with a grand wizard electrician. Well, it works. So what do you think of that grand wizard electrician? My God. So, um, yeah, it's blowing ice cold air. It's spitting ice cubes. It's great. And I'm happy. And then um, I never did reach out to Joe Martinez. Uh, he says, "Did it? Did it go?" He says, "Am I?" He writes, "Am I? Am I installing a thermostat today?" And I wrote, "I got it done. I did it. Woohoo! It worked pretty simply. Since I save you some cash, now you can get extra anal." He he writes. Um, now we've got like a beef between the master electrician and Joe Martinez. Joe Martinez says, that's what I told you. R to red, W to white, G to green, Y to yellow. And that's what I did. But Nick here 
thinks you're full of shit because you're a Mexican. He writes, depending on your type system, if you have a multi-stage AC, a basic thermostat won't run it properly. So I'll let you two fight that out. I don't know. All I know is that this shit's blowing cold air and the house isn't on fire and, um, and I'm, and I'm not broke. So I think I just did what Joe told me. All right. So that, that adds to the pile of shit that is, uh, now in my, I have so much stuff to throw away this old, this is a very old thermostat. It had to go. But it was just remarkable how he, he he's here and then he leaves and it stops working. My God. Okay, follow the show. As I have indicated before, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. You can follow me there. As well as Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Both of those brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Thank you very much. Longtime sponsor. Most of these are longtime sponsors. Uh, Twitch. Uh, not Twitch, Twitter. Gotta get them mixed up. At Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Please follow me there. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then, of course, the almighty YouTube. Brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank Fuss. You can get affordable health care right now. Buyinsurancehere.com. That's where you go. Buyinsurancehere.com. Bringing you YouTube. Okay. In our beautiful community of West Michigan, I have been getting, uh, I've been following the stories of uh, all of the unrest and shit going on, and uh, with um, that uh, Patrick Lyoya and I have updates. I have uh, un- things that I need to talk about here that are happening, and. Um, what in particular this time is we have another one of these Grand Rapids City Commission meetings. And so um, the last time they had a city commission meeting, it was an absolute shit show. That was the one where the chief of police was just sitting there uh trying to face the music and be transparent. That's the new word. We must be transparent. Now, the people that think that Patrick Lyoya was murdered in the street, they their idea of transparency is attack everybody at these meetings and then uh, because the cop has not been arrested, charged, tried, convicted, and killed, and fired. That was the first thing. They they demand that the sure guy, that all of these things happen without any rhyme or reason. Just go, if a black guy dies, then this must happen. But, you know, you and I have a little bit more sense than these loudmouth terrorists who basically bully their way into these meetings and try to skip all of the appropriate processes to make sure that justice uh, uh, happens accordingly. Again, the gears of justice spin slowly. So, uh, here we sit. 
The prosecutor in Kent County is still trying to determine if uh, charges are warranted. Now, this is a very, very weird time because if a black man dies, a lot of the times the the mob that go, hang on, I got to sneeze. Oh, God. <coughs> the mob that um, demands answers and demands action in these uh, in these instances, um, they 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 will take nothing but swift justice, d- despite what may be um, something that could uh, blur this issue. Now, um, when it comes to like uh, George Floyd. You know, there was a lot of people that looked at that as well. You know, there's there's a lot of things that need to be discussed as to whether or not this guy killed that guy. And and I do believe that uh, that cop did. Um, the way that unfolded was 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 warranted and just how uh, uh, Chauvin was uh, prosecuted and convicted. But the process had to take place slowly. That's my point. So that may ultimately be what happens to this sure guy. We don't know. But the mob says, no, no, now. We got to have it now. And it's like, well, you got to wait. I mean, I'm sorry, but uh, it, you, you might be right. You may be right. I may be crazy. But uh, we don't know. And, uh, and I, I, I have no uh, skill set to be able to determine one way or another uh, what is right or wrong? And I know damn well that all of those people that raid our city commission meetings, uh, not mine, I don't live there, uh, the city commission meetings, they don't have any idea what the fuck they're talking about either. And that's been my point the entire time throughout all of this. Okay. So yesterday, the city commission you, uh, uh, met again and it happened again where all these assholes showed up there and fucked up the meeting. The adjournment for the Grand Rapids City Commission tonight's meeting. Okay. Um, I right away want to back up because look at look at this woman that walks up to the mayor for the second time. Look at this absolute beast. My God. And I wish that thing would stop going over it. That 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 triangle. But look at the shape of this woman. It's like under her shirt, she has a couple of dwarfs. The amount of back tit that this beast has. And I don't know what it is with the chronic obesity with the protesters. Because the protesters, for all of the walking they do around the city, I mean, we're looking at a high calorie burn each and every day. And, and this, I, this fat bitch was there last time, too, making a stink. And she is front and center again. Early for the second time in a month due to protesters interrupting the proceedings. Commissioners pulled the plug when the meeting was opened up for the general public comment portion. After the meeting was adjourned, two of the attendees got into a physical altercation outside of City okay. Hall. See the chick here with the shorts and the pasty white legs? She ends up getting arrested resulting in one arrest. News aides Kyle Mitchell live from City Hall with what led up to tonight's decision to adjourn early. Kyle? Uh, yes, Brian. We had an overabundance of assholes. Right in Sue, Mayor Rosalind Bliss said she would not allow swearing, and when that didn't happen, the meeting ended. GRPD says a woman was arrested outside. Good, good. 
and you and you keep these assholes on a short leash and say so just so you know you, no one's going to hear what anybody has to say and you're going to ruin it for everybody if you act like an asshole okay this is a this is a meeting we're trying to have some uh some some higher level discussions so don't just come in here with your with your back titties and and holy shit that 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 woman's back titties are bigger than Amanda's front titties. And that's saying something. She actually has back fat missile tits. Inside City Hall after the meeting ended. Now, we were there as police put handcuffs on her and took her away. Look at this loud, look at that look on this bitch's face. She fucking loves it, asshole. says she got into a, quote, physical altercation with another person. Mayor Bliss had adjourned the meeting after a handful of speakers spoke in the general public comment. About 20 people were still in line for public comment when the meeting ended. She first called for a short recess, but came back at a few minutes later to adjourn the meeting for the evening. What a bunch of fucking slobs. Refrain from cursing. I'm not. I'm not. This asshole. Why did they let this dick in with a fucking megaphone? He brought a fucking megaphone. You are disrupting the order of this meeting. Oh, here comes that fat bitch. You're disrupting this meeting. We're we're calling a recess. This was the second meeting in a row this month that ended this way. The mayor adjourned the meeting two weeks ago following a disruption. Now, when that arrest was made after the meeting, uh, we saw dozens of police arrive and were told that the building was closed and that we also had to leave. Reporting live in Grand Rapids, Kyle Mitchell, News 8. I hate these people. Holy shit. What a bunch of assholes. My God. If I'm running the city... Okay, you're outside, and uh, they 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 would bang on my door and say, "Eric, we are deputizing you. You are in charge of this." I would walk out there, and I'd have some muscle, okay, because I can't do it. So I'd hire several of you. My, I would call sexy voice Andrea, and then and then her sidekick Jason, and that's probably all I'd need. And I would walk out and say, I, I have seen all you at these meetings before. Anyone that looks like they aren't employed is not allowed in here. You with the stupid haircut, you're not allowed in. Why? Because I said so. You with the missile tits on your back, you need to go home and reassess your dietary needs. Uh, a, a person should not look like you look like a character on Men in Black. You fucking idiot. Get out of here. All of you dickheads with the bull horns. Fuck you. Stick them up your ass. You can all go to hell and you're not getting in here. If you even cross the threshold of this door, uh, you're going you're gonna to get your asses kicked a billy club up the side of your head. Fuck you. That's the end of it. They got to start dealing with these pieces of shit with a heavy hand. We need some hardcore activity to kick these people's ass. I don't give a fuck what you're protesting. We have a meeting to take care of here, and you will not do this, okay? Eat tons of shit and get the fuck out of here. My God. 
Kate says police should have been stationed in or outside of the room. I think they are, but they're they're not they're um they're trying to not deal with this in a heavy-handed way. But I kind of now am getting to a point where I wished they would. Okay? This is ridiculous. I have an update on uh the dude and this story, this Patrick Lyoya. So part of what happens here is, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of information that comes out. A lot of information um, was released about the cop. Remember, they were all about, oh, my God, we need to know his name. You tell us his name now. You tell us his name. And it's like, of course. All right. Uh they 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 did jump the gun on that that was uh the cop i think the police actually releasing it um almost like i felt like they were giving into a mob and i don't like that i don't like the precedent that that sets because then that that uh, emboldens these pieces of shit that do this to the city commission meeting um you know it'll all it'll all be uh it'll all come out now, again, I have no way of knowing who's right or who's wrong in what went down when the guy got shot. Uh, when the guy got shot, he was drunk as fuck. 0.29 was his alcohol, blood alcohol level, which is more than three times the limit. That might even be super drunk, okay? He was drunk as shit. Does that mean he deserves to die? Well, of course not. Um, I don't, I can't sit there. I have very, I have a high degree of difficulty of um, saying who's right, who's wrong, who should be dead, who shouldn't be dead, who, if the cop, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, hindsight being what it is, it's so beyond my pay grade that I, I, um, I'm very mixed up about it. And um, so I can't say one way or another, but I do know this. It seems like this is turning a little bit more strange because a lot of the media are trying to get some information on this Lyoya, which is going to come out. You need to know they're going to, uh, it, it needs to be talked about his, his, uh, his, his history of, of, uh, interactions with the police how many times he's been in trouble this if this does go to a trial and i don't know that it will i don't even know if this cop's going to be charged um you know we're going to hear about patrick lyoya what type of guy he was and i i i'm pretty i'm pretty confident this was not a boy scout this was not a a wonderful upstanding individual who never did a thing in fact i'll just say it here i think I think that this guy was kind of a piece of shit. Okay. So Fox 17 through the freedom of information act requested to the secretary of state, the driving record of Patrick Lyoya. Okay. And the secretary of state is uh, giving uh, new details about the decision made regarding not releasing the driving record of Patrick Lyoya 
to news outlets who requested them. Under the Michigan Vehicle Code, news organizations have the right to receive personal information such as a driving record, in quote, the preparation and dissemination of a report related in part or in whole to the operation of a motor vehicle or public safety. Now, again, this is on the heels of everybody demanding that the name of the cop involved be released. So the TV stations are like, well, okay, yeah, we get that. But uh, now we want to, we want information about the guy who got shot. And now the secretary of state is saying, no, we will not give that information over, which I think might be illegal. The Michigan department of state condemns the killing of Patrick Leoya. Now, again, to me, this is a little bit cart before the horse. I don't know how a state organization, if I'm a lawyer defending, let's just say Chris Sure goes to trial. Okay. I think that the state might be making a mistake by issuing that statement. No, this uh, is the secretary of state. The Michigan department of state condemns the killing of Patrick Lyoya. If this guy is charged, couldn't you say, well, now how can this be a fair trial if the state police investigated this shooting and the state, the Michigan Department of State, not the same thing, but still a state-run governmental uh, government entity, is, is kind of like indicting sure here. And I don't know if that's the right decision, if the state should be making that type of uh, statement, basically saying he killed him, like he killed him, in a way that they have to condemn. Now, if I am a relative of a cop that is involved in a police shooting and they have to kill somebody to save their own life, I am not going to condemn my family member for doing what needed to be done. You know? So I don't know if if it's a good decision publicly for the Michigan Department, and legally for the Michigan Department of State to say, we condemn the, the, the killing of Patrick Leoya. This is an indictment on the cop. That's what this is. Well, in due process, um, I don't know if that's true because how often have you seen in any court setting where they go, I mean, they're going to go back in time and look at what makes Chris Scher tick if this does wind up in a courtroom. They're going to go back in time and see every instance of whatever on Chris Scher. So in the interest of discovery, I would assume that it should be fair game to see the past history of this person. Does he engage in reckless behavior? Does he do this? Does he do that? Does he have a history of assault? Uh, you know, and, and I don't know that. Maybe, maybe not. We shall see. I just realized that that wasn't going out. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. God, I hate this. I hate when I do that. L- allow me to back up. So now you have to take all of that shit that I said and match it up to this. 
Fox 17 is learning what happened inside the Secretary of State's office when staff tried to withhold information from public release. At issue, the driving record of Patrick Leoya, who was shot and killed by a Grand Rapids police officer while resisting during a traffic stop. The Secretary of State's office putting out this release to media, stating the Michigan Department of State condemns the killing of Patrick Leoya. Moreover, the department will no longer provide the driving record and personal information of Mr. Leoya to the media, nor will it provide to media such records and information of other victims of violence. The department provided Mr. Leoya's record to three media outlets before recognizing that it was being included as an irrelevant detail that wrongly suggests he is culpable for being shot in the back of the head by a Grand Rapids police officer. Fox 17's Julie Dunmeyer has an in-depth look at the emails obtained through the Freedom of Information Act. Julie? Yeah, Janice, the statement that Max read was on April 15th. Meanwhile, Michigan law says the news can request information, specifically a driving record when reporting on something that even partially involves the operation of a motor vehicle or public safety. Secretary of State staff tried to stop that from happening in the case of Pat Patrick Leoya and issued the release with the approval of Secretary of State Benson. In the days after Patrick Leoya was shot and killed by a Grand Rapids police officer, several news agencies filed requests with the Michigan Secretary of State for the 26-year-old's driving record. Some of those were granted, others weren't. The reasoning why is outlined in emails between the Secretary of State staff members, where they question the relevance of the driving records and if they can legally withhold them. At 3.14 p.m. Thursday, April 14th, a Detroit news reporter asks for the driving record of Patrick Leoya after it had already been given to some news outlets. That email is forwarded one minute later to other SOS staff reading, as requested, I have not responded. Instead, all questions are referred out to Michigan State Police. After a flurry of emails between state employees, the Secretary of State's Chief External Affairs Officer proposed the statement to the media withholding Leoya's driving record. That email sent at 11.33 on Friday, April 15th. By 1.03 p.m., the Secretary of State responded, This all makes sense to me. Thanks, Jake. The full statement went out to the media that afternoon. Hours after that, the department clarified the statement, saying there was no change in policy, but that they were reviewing the manner in which it provides driver records of any Michigan resident to third parties. In the days that followed, the Michigan Association of Broadcasters and other news advocates writing a letter to the department saying they're concerned about the agency potentially blocking access to records and information in this case, along with others in the future. And the reason we want to have it is... A big concern of our uh, of ours as, as association uh, for broadcasters is to make sure that we have transparency uh, at government. Hours after the department's statement on Leoya's record, uh, the guy who sent me this was a dude named Bob. Hey, this is Bob. Uh, Bob said, "So, if if the word is transparency and all the transparency on the name of Chris Schur, what 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 about the lack of transparency here? I mean, does this? Uh, I mean, if you were to get." the chick with the missile tits on her back and ask her, hey, should we, uh, uh, in the interest of transparency, be able to see Patrick Leolia's driving record? No, there, there, there's no way. So, you know, I don't know if that's fair. Records were sent out. Secretary Benson responding in an email to her staff saying in part, quote, the entire first paragraph of this statement should not have been released. While we as individuals or I as a public leader may have my position and issue such a condemnation, 
It is not the role of the department to take a position on a matter that is the subject of an okay. ongoing investigation. So that condemnation that I read, when the, would we condemn the killing of Patrick Leoya? She here is saying that should not have happened. She's trying to undo what what happened. Um, to her credit, uh, I, I was shocked that that happened in the first place. That's the first thing I thought of when I, when I read that. What the fuck is the Secretary of State saying here? End quote. Going on to say fairness to all news media is Benson's standard. Quote, similarly, in my view, it is not appropriate for the department to subjectively release driving records to some media outlets and then refuse to do so for others because we disagree with how the information is being reported. We must have one single objective policy that we all follow and that is clear to the public and to the press. Yeah, the policy is if asked, give it. End quote. The Michigan Association of Broadcasters pointing out this is why they do what they do. So Michigan historically ranks uh, among some of the worst states in government transparency, uh, especially as it pertains to the Freedom of Information Act. Secretary Benson holding an all-staff meeting after this happened, saying she wants to make sure an error like this never happens again. Meanwhile, the Michigan Association of Broadcasters and other free speech advocates are meeting with Secretary Benson's staff to discuss this type of issue next week and get more into the specifics of policies regarding the release of that type of information. For now, live in the newsroom, Julie Dunner, yeah. Fox. They want to know, okay, what made this Patrick Lyoya tick when it came to previous stops? Uh, did, did he have a history of this type of behavior or what do we know about him? And for them to say, nope, you won't know that uh, because uh, we condemn his killing. So we're not going to give that to you. That, that, uh, you know, like on, we hear about uh, some of these people that are like, oh man, my freedom of speech is being, is being uh, 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 stepped on because I can't post on Facebook. Uh, that's not, okay. But this, this type of uh, malfeasance is a problem legally. You can't, I mean, if, if, the, if we are, uh, as the people, are, 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 are in charge of this government entity, they, you know, you're, anytime you ask for something like this, they have to present it. So, oh boy, this, is, uh, this could eventually end up in a lawsuit by whatever media agency wants to sue them if they choose to continue to behave like this. Um, Maureen says, are they going to honor the Freedom of Information Acts uh, like those requests or not? Uh, I don't know. It would seem that at the end of that story that they, um, that they, that they would, and then we would then find out what type of a uh, dirtbag this Leoya is or was. Um because that's that's part of it. I mean, if you, it, the, the world doesn't go, it doesn't operate where if something like this happens, as much as uh, the, the fat ass chick who is smuggling dwarfs on her back um, would like it to be, you can't just go and indict the cop and arrest him, fire him, end his life, and you know, no, like, like a, like this is the way they handle law in countries like Saudi Arabia. It doesn't work like that here. This mob better get it through their fucking heads quickly. And I wish they would get it through their heads with a billy club across it because I'm sick and tired of this shit with all these fucking animals 
uh, ruining meetings and acting like it's their way or the highway. You know, I need a cop to snap and start swinging, swing away. You ever see that scene in fucking, what's that movie? Son of a bitch. Joaquin Phoenix. He's swinging like fucking Babe Ruth. Oh, shit. And all the, and the, the aliens going, oh, fuck. And the water's going flying. He's, he beats the sh- swing away. What's his name? God damn it. Swing away. God. Signs. Signs is the name of that one. Swing away. Is it Merle? His name was Merle. S- Merrill. It's not Merle. Swing away, Merrill. Swing away. I gotta see that right now. Away, Merrill. Yes. Because he, uh, God, Shyamalan, just brilliant. He figured out that the bad guys, the aliens, don't like water. Swing away, Meryl. Swing away, Meryl. Meryl. Swing away. That's what this dead mom said to him. Uh Uh-oh. He's going to get Wonder Boy. Yes! Look at the CGI. It's so shitty. We thought it was great back then. This is what I want. This is what I want this, the city commission meeting to look like. Oh, now here's the realization that the water fries his skin. Oh, yes. It all ties together. She, she loved water glasses everywhere. Look at how young Mel Gibson looks. Mel Gibson's like, I gotta go scream at some Jews. Come on, Meryl, kick his ass. Listen to the audio podcast. I'm sorry. Indulge me. Come on, Meryl. Oh, yes. I thought that was more violent in my mind. That went on for like an hour. It's a great movie. I don't care what anybody says. For some reason, everybody, um, Shyamalan did such a great job with signs that um, every other movie that he made, everybody dogged. And it's like, you assholes, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Every movie is a masterpiece. Every single one of those movies. All right, I got to call Dad. Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics.
morning, Grand Rapids, the great city of the north. <laughs> uh, hey, Dad, how are you? Thank you. Hi, doing good. How about yourself and your family? Oh, never, never better. You sound fantastic as always. Well, hey, I feel I'm fa- I feel good. I don't know about the fantastic. Uh, rumor has it that you were so excited about the great weather that you were outside all day yesterday. On my knees, picking up dandelions. Okay, that is nice. I like That's that. Twenty-two thousand eight hundred fourteen dandelions bit the bullet. Okay. Now, um, are you taking the little thing and going in the ground and getting the root? Uh, I go as, as much as, as deep as I can, but I don't really go that. I can't do that. Cause those, I, I can, but I'm not going to. I don't want to screw with that. Those things are buggers, man. I know. I know. I'll tell you what, my knees are hurting. So, do you follow it up today with another adventure in weed cutting? No, because we're clear of all dandelions. Okay. It's a whole lot. One acre. Now, some people take those and they make salads out of them. Have you ever had a dandelion salad? No, I don't think I want to touch that. Yeah, I've, I've never done that either. But uh, people swear that dandelions are, like, awesome. But I don't, you know. Not to me, it's not. You ever have uh, morel mushrooms, Dad? Oh, yeah. Now, um, I guess right now is the time, is the prime season uh, to get morels. Like, if they're going to show, this is about the time that they would do it. And but I don't know what... Morel don't grow in my lot, does it? No, no, no. Oh. The reason why I bring it up is because up north... Yeah, do you have them up north? Well, yeah, and that's the thing. I have never encountered them, but I have a friend who's got a place up in Kalkaska, and he said they found a ton of them. Oh, wow, yeah, there's a lot of them out there. I remember years ago, but I wouldn't eat them. Or I didn't do nothing. Oh, they're they're spectacular. Now, Mike, our, our beloved uh, jo- Joanne's uh, son-in-law, your son-in-law, um, he has he has prepared those and we've eaten them before on the grill. They're incredible. Yeah. Is it really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I ate them before and I didn't know I was eating them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're great. In fact, if you there are you can sell those for a lot of money. There are people that will pay top dollar for really? for those things. Well, you got a big land out well, there. That's Why don't thing. you cut some? I want. Well, that's and you know what's funny about them is they just they just emerge in random spots. Uh, oh, there, I see. there are there are some tricks, things to look for that I don't know of, but I've heard other people. Everybody's got an opinion, you know. They're like, "Oh, you got to go at the base of an apple tree or whatever." Yeah, right. You know, uh, the the sun's got to be just right, and I don't know, I don't know. And then if they show up one year, that doesn't mean they're going to show up in the same spot ever again. It's a, it's like a mystery. When I was out in the woods, I clipped a lot of stuff which I didn't know what I was clipping. I just threw them all away. Oh, I, was, I thought you were going to say you just ate them. No, I don't. I don't remember eating any of that. You did. Joanne says I did, but I don't remember it. I don't remember. Okay. All right. Well, boy, Dad, we got a lot of things to talk about today. I'm I'm glad that you're uh, I'm glad that you're outdoors enjoying the nice weather. 
It's a little warm, though. I mean, you got to be careful out yeah, there. Yeah, it is warm. Okay. It is warm. And I was on my knees all the time. This morning, I'm paying the piper right now because my knees are pretty sore. Oh, dear. Well. But uh, but it's done. The whole, would you believe the whole lot is done? Is that sad to you? Because I know, like, when, when you're able to make the snow melt, you know, that's the end of the and when all, And when the last leaf is picked up, you're like, oh no, what am I gonna do now? I mean, what? What? I mean, what? Yeah. Well, no, I'll always find things to do. You should go and bang on your neighbor's door, and ask them if you can pull their weeds. <laughs> hey, listen, you gotta taught me. <laughs> yeah. How to, how to pick them? You could say ten cents a dandelion. He's got a knife about eight to, eight to ten inches long. Oh, my John says, so did I, but I don't remember it, you know, but it's been so long ago. Yeah. I, I caught him short. Okay. I dig him. I don't cut him. No. Yeah, right on, man. Okay. Like a, a long, uh, uh, I don't know what you we call them, stick them in the ground and raise it up and take that weed and all that with it uh, and get rid of it. Okay. Okay. All right, Dad, here we go. I got a number of people that have things that they want to ask you or say to you. Mike writes, Dear Meathead, a dear friend of mine who I beat badly in a race, a half marathon last year, just challenged me to a race again. He is woefully unqualified. He tried once before and it ended horribly for him. What advice can I give him about challenging me, a superior athlete, to a race? As always, I appreciate the insight and, of course, Joanne's laughs. So, well, uh, here's the thing now. There's apparently an attitude of uh, stardom. He wants to be a star, so he's trying to beat you to it. Apparently, does the word get around that he lost a race? Uh, yeah, the word did get around. So the guy who was uh, asking that question, he's the superior athlete, and the guy that he ha- that he beat the hell out of in the race wants to race again. So he's you know the 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 guy who won the race uh, is is uh, he knows that the other guy is woefully unqualified, and uh, he says, "What advice can I give him?" Well. You know, I don't like these challenges because this sounds like a really uh, serious business. And uh, if it's a race and he beat him again, uh, this is going to continue on and on maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I think, I'm really not an authority I, on that. Well, I think that the other guy who always gets beat is stubborn. I think he's just stubborn. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge of, yeah. you know, who, who beats who. And the guy that beat him, he beat him one time, and he don't want to fool with that. Right. He's like, he wants to move on to the next challenge with this, this loud mouth. I, I think the greatest thing would be is to tell him, listen, now, we had a uh, little challenge of racing and all that, and then I'm not really putting a stock in it that uh, I'm better than you are and all that. Yeah, yeah. Tell him that. probably do him a favor. Uh, I, I just don't want to fool with this anymore. You know, just tell him. Yeah. Because these challenges sometimes can be uh, dangerous. Uh, right. Dangerous to a point of losing friends and so forth. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, or, or or getting hurt. Or getting hurt, you know. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I don't think this should continue on. Uh, and then the guy that won shouldn't even bolder or bold about it and uh, rub his nose in it yeah. and all that. Just shouldn't do any of that. Yeah, it sounds to me like, uh, just like you said, he's got a, quote, attitude of stardom. Yeah, he really does. He wants to be a star. He wants to be recognized that he's uh, number one. Yeah, I, I believe well, that. I believe that. That sucks. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Mark writes this. Um, Meet, uh, uh, hello, Meathead. Um, what is more plausible, that the earth is flat or the earth is hollow? He, oh, boy. He, he is, uh, okay, so there's a couple theories. Most people think the earth is round and solid and is round like a basketball. It's a sphere. But there are some people that think that the earth is flat and other people think that it's, Round in a sphere, but hollow. Which one of these is more plausible? I have no idea what to tell him about that. <laughs> but in my own uh, minuscule brain, <laughs> I think it's for flat. Well, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it might, uh, so the idea that it's like a flat disc, like a pancake is what you're, is what you're suggesting. Oh, Rob, you don't believe that. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, want to you know what, you know what, if you believe that, you believe that that's you, you, you know, that's your, I, I never thought about that. Uh, unfortunately, my knowledge of stardom <laughs> is not that great in this department. <clears throat> hey, that's okay. That's okay, and that's why we love you. I'm, so, I'm sorry I cannot help him. All right, so now we have, earlier you said an attitude of stardom, and now my knowledge of stardom. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, uh, two stardoms. Yeah, it is two stardoms. The stardom about, yes, I, I, hey, I, I'm following you. Uh, okay. All right. Well, you got my wife uh, cracking up. That, that's good. We have, we're going to have a great day today. Uh, let's see. Aram writes, hello, Reuben. I hope things are well. And then he adds, if it, an interior doorknob in the house breaks, which of the following tool options would you recommend for removing the doorknob? One. The door does what? The uh, doorknob stop functioning. And uh, he, okay. he says, what uh, tools do you recommend to repair it? Would it be a screwdriver or uh, a mallet and a chisel? A mallet and a chisel is really out of the question unless there is a place to use that. Right. So, uh, uh, if, if, if not, not a mallet and a chisel, no way. You, you need to have an area. Is there a screw that holds that thing together? Or yes. You know? Yeah. That, I'm, I'm thinking that it does. Uh, that, that hole that the screw goes in there apparently has enlarged. Okay. So if he used a screwdriver, he'd be able to get the, the damaged doorknob off. No problem. Get the doorknob off, but then put it back together. That hole has probably gotten bigger. Yeah. 
that's when I caused you a little grief. Uh, uh, you're telling me. You know, yeah. Now, what I suggest is, depends on how long that screw has gone in. Sometimes screw can go in just about long enough to hold the door together or whatever. Yeah, this is starting to sound R-rated. <laughs> yeah. Now, if it, if it comes out of the other side of it, that door is shot. Okay, got it. So, Ron, I, I, Ron, I don't know if I can be of any help because I don't know what the thickness of the wood is and so forth. You need wood for the screw to go in it all the way and be solid. Okay. If that wood, that, that hole is enlarged, you got a problem. All right. Jason writes this. Dear Meathead, thank you so much for being on the show with Joanne. It is such a joy. I hope you go down in history as a national treasure. Oh, my God, you are a wonderful man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Now, he's got a two-part question, Dad, and it's a little bit its a little bit uh, PG-13. So, uh, I hope this doesn't embarrass you. Question one. Do, Nothing embarrasses me. He says, do you like boobs and why? You know, I never paid attention to that. Okay. I never have. Okay. All right. Now, um, you, they call them boobs and I call breasts. <laughs> you know, breasts are, uh, actually, it's got a different purpose. Uh, it's to feed a child. Correct. Correct. Now, we in America have taken that into the beauty type of uh, function. Yeah. Boobs are there for beauty. Women do all kinds of things to the boobs. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of a puzzling question to me. I I don't know how to even word it. Okay, no problem. God created that for you to, uh, I mean, 255,000 years ago, there was no way of uh, feeding a child other than the breasts. Oh, yeah. So God said it's time. Yes, that's exactly right. So he gave you breasts to take care of the child. All right. Hey, I'm getting this down. God created breasts 255,000 years ago. Well, yeah, that's my analogy. That's all there is to it. Yep, yep. All right, he also writes, let's say that you are sitting on a bench outside a store waiting for Joanne, and then a crazy lady with giant boobs is texting on her phone while driving at a high rate of speed. Suddenly, she crashes. The impact of the crash causes her giant boobs to detach from her body. One goes... from her body? To actually come to detach from her body. Oh, my God. Do you die? Yeah. Do you dive to the ground or do you let yourself get hit by the flying boob? I don't know how fast I'm going to have to react to yeah. avoid it. I don't want to get hit by it. I'll tell you that right this, now. This is, it's a ridiculous scenario. Yes, it is. You know, I don't even look at a woman's boob. You know, that's so exciting. Yeah, I know. That's very. That is. That's an interesting perspective, Dad. Yeah. I uh, I wrote down uh, that you said people in America take breasts to a beauty function. 
Yeah, for a beauty function, I should have put it. You right, know, yeah. It's just it giving them some kind of, uh, I don't know, right, superiority. Right. Absolutely. I don't know what it is, but you're right about that. All right. That's enough. That's enough boob talk for one day. That's right. No more boob, you guys. All right. Travis, <laughs> Travis writes this. Dear Meathead, thank you and Joanne so much for all the wisdom. My question, do you have any advice? I'm trying to catch a woodpecker that's in my attic. Making a, oh yeah, making a hell of a lot of noise. Please embellish. Sign Travis. How, how does Travis uh, harness this woodpecker? Uh, woodpeckers are buggers uh, to have. Really, they destroy a lot of things. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, how about putting that thing where the thing is hanging around with some food in it with a trap that was shut as soon as the thing goes inside. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. There's got to be some type of thing you can buy. You can, where, you can buy it yes. and catch them and don't kill them. No, in a no. total wilderness and release them. Yes, of course. You don't want to kill them. Woodpeckers. No, no. Okay. All right, so there you go, Travis. Maybe you can uh, find something that would, uh, that would help with that. Get a trap and get rid of them. All right. Joe writes... Dear Meathead, thank you for taking my question. I'll try to make this as short as possible. I can't. Oh, I, make it long. I enjoy talking. He, he <laughs> says, uh, I hate my boss. Is it acceptable to put a banana peel hidden in his office so it will stink? Will I have any legal issues if they find out it was me? Well, the number one thing that I say, the word hate is a bad word. Right. You shouldn't even use it. Now, what does your boss do that you hate him to begin with? There's two issues in here. Yeah, who knows? I, I'm, I so guess I'm not what sure. What does he do? If he really does things that bothers you, ask him, do you mind if we have a session of a conversation? What is it about me that you don't like? that you right and that causes me not to like you yeah they 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 might be able to find out what's going on yeah they might be able to fix it you know yeah and you know he could be a nicest guy in the world to you i wish i had done this uh before i lost all those jobs well i don't know you did good (laughs) you did good okay all right um, let's see. Is there anything else that I have for you? It looks like I, I think I've, ex- let me double check, make sure I'm not missing anything here. Cause, uh, you know, these, these questions come rolling and I got, uh, okay. I asked you about flat earth. All right. Yeah. I think yeah. that's all I got for you, dad. Well, that means the rest of my day is shop. Oh, come on. You got, there's, like I said, you got to go bang on the neighbor's door and say, Hey, uh, I'm here from Rob's dandelion removal. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got things. I got things. Uh, someone uh, is suggesting put some ice on those knees and maybe some uh, some pain medication. No, the only way to get rid of it is to get back on my knees. Okay. All right. Well, I guess so. so. Hey, I want to tell you one thing. This, you've seen the size of our lot, right? Yes. It's totally dandelion free. Oh, well, yeah, of course, because you spent 12 hours digging them out of the ground. 
a day, two days I've been at it. And it's, it's just looking great. But then again, the damn things will be out there again today. I know it. I know it. You got to get one of those tools that goes way in the ground. It's like an yeah, extractor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, uh, there's some kind of chemical you can put in there. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of them, you know. There, be, be careful what you buy. I just bought a, a a product that they um insist it will kill the dandelions and not harm the grass, and it yes. it, it didn't do anything. It didn't it didn't kill the dandelions or the, it didn't kill anything at all. I'm like, what the hell? Is that right? Yeah, it's a kind wow, of a rip off. Said that. Yep. Yeah, it's wow. made it's made by Ra- considering doing something. You know like how that. like uh, Roundup kills everything. Yeah. Don't it there's another product called Roundup that only kills dandelions but not the grass. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't work. It does not work. I just wasted my money. Uh, but you better let the public know so they don't go spend the money on it. Exactly. Because then you then you have a lawsuit on you. On me. Yeah, if you <laughs> announce that in the air Right, right. Uh, okay. You know, uh, you know, well, yeah, you know, I'm on, yeah, you're right. I'm on the air. I'm on the air right now. I'm already on the air. Okay. Hey, it's America. We can tell anything or do anything that we want. Yes. Except, except damage someone else. All right, Dad. I love you guys. All right. Love you too. Have a great day. Hug your wife for me and Joanne. And hopefully we'll get to see you soon. Of course. Okay. I love you, honey. I love you guys. Have a good one. Bye. 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 See ya. I got to go see them soon. They've been wanting shish kebab bar. That's their favorite. Shish kebab bar. Uh, There was some question in the background. Is Daisy sitting on O'Neal's face? Or is Bruce sitting on Daisy's face or I think Daisy is sitting on Bruce's face. No. Bruce is out like a light, though. Healing up well, though, by the way. All right. Anyway, thank you for the questions on Dear Meathead. I think the boobs one was the one that stole the show, though. All right. Hey, I got a lot of sponsors to catch up on. Oh, my God. And not enough time to get them done. So I'm going to rattle off a bunch of them here. First of all, as I mentioned earlier, Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. I've been meaning to show his uh, ad that is uh, being featured on Wood TV 8. Uh, but uh, just here yesterday, an absolute professional, despite me making fun of him for being a Mexican. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and cooling. The authority this time of year get the $79 AC tune-up with A&E heating and cooling. Do not just flip it on. Okay? Now, I realize some of you are like, well, it's hot as hell today. I'm putting that thing on and Joe hasn't been out. Yeah, I know. And, And do it. Do turn it on. But it still needs to be tuned. Because you need that thing running efficiently so that it, first of all, spits out ice cubes. Second of all, it does it. Uh, as efficiently as possible. If you don't have that thing tuned and cleaned up, it's going to run at a lower percentage of efficiency, which means the machine works harder, uh, more chance of a breakdown, and you're going to pay more for the energy that you're using. Okay, It's an inefficient machine. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Mine is old as hell, and Ding Dong's trying to get me to buy a new one. I go, well, I'll just follow your advice. You tell me when the time is right, and then you can install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and ACs. Thank you, A&E Heating and Cooling. Thank you, Dumpster Divers, 616-375-9962. You can call or text or go to dumpsterdiversllc.com if you need a, a dumpster to rent. You will pay less for Dumpster Divers dumpsters because their price point is lower for weight limit. You get any other dumpster, and they're going to be more expensive because they're charging you for a weight limit that you cannot possibly attain. That is the business model. Uh, you're not ripping anybody off. That's the key. Okay. All these other guys are ripping you off. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. That's who you call if you are in West Michigan and you need a dumpster. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc okay affordable health care is right around the corner i'm trying to get Stu McAllister in on this yeah i can't afford it you're doing it wrong trust me you're doing it wrong you need to have frank fuss the licensed independent insurance agent slash broker from my policy shop insurance do it for you his services cost you nothing so you hand it off to frank give him some bits of information uh he's gonna uh pick up his MAGA phone and he's gonna make some calls and make sure everything is set up for you there is a enrollment period going on a special uh there is a special enrollment period that is uh uh, going on right now okay with um frank fuss from my policy shop insurance hang on mike clark's butt mike says call frank today oh god to get a, a great quote on your policy, 616-514, wait a minute, 616-914-40, oh God, this mic stinks, 4070. Uh, I'm going to be posting a post to Berlin Raceway to get free tickets, berlinraceway.com for this week's races at Berlin, 12 bucks a pop for a ticket. Uh, kids 15 and under get in free. Bring your cooler, bring your snacks, bring your soft drinks. No booze, no glass. Berlin Raceway, racing at Berlin. So much fun. 
They start at 4 p.m. Racing starts at 4 p.m. on Saturday uh, through the rest of this month, and then they start later uh, as uh, as June starts. But you're pretty much done at like 7 p.m. So you can go out and uh, or it's early night, or you can go out after. Berlin Raceway, the best value in entertainment for the entire family. I do recommend for the little kids some ear protection. Wow. But my God, the thunder when those cars scream around the track. About 16 to 17 seconds a lap for the half mile. Awesome, awesome, awesome time at Berlin Raceway. Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. If you need a mortgage, 231-332-6505 for my friends at Van Dyke Mortgage. Anywhere in the U.S. you can get a mortgage with the exception of South Carolina, Hawaii, Alaska, and Maine. Melissa and Kate are being uh, very snooty about that fart. They don't like that. Uh, Seven sixteenth of a mile. I'm sorry. I'm getting that wrong. Seven sixteenth of a mile. So a little bit under a half mile. Is that right? I don't know. Why didn't they just make it a half mile? That's a good question. I'll ask Jeff Striegel that. Right? 8 16th is, is a half mile. 8 sixteenths of a mile. Yeah. 0.4375 miles. Uh, Kenny says, it's a fart. Big deal. <laughs> How about the next fart with the devil voice on? Ooh, a devil voice fart? Okay, now now we're talking. That's a great idea. That is going to happen. We will do a devil voice fart. Um. On the fart mic. The next time that that happens. Uh-oh, we got a war brewing, Kate. Oh, man. She has been just a, a handful. <laughs> I'll keep my standards at Kenny in Nashville. You do you. You guys remember when Kate used to roll with jokes? <laughs> what has happened to you? Why are you such an anger ball? <laughs> when when did you become such a hothead? <laughs> oh shit. Uh, where am I? Okay, I was talking about uh, Van Dyke Mortgage. I'm also talking about TC Paintball. June 26th, that's Sunday, 5, 5 p.m. start? 5 p.m. start for Paintball War number 19, the Summer Slaughter. Yes! Join me for that. Uh, I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i been meaning to do this. Damn it, i got to build an event on Facebook. But let me know, even if you know, even if you think that I know you're coming would you please 
send me an RSVP. Email me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. You can even text me if you got my number. All right? I need to start getting a head, head count for this event. It's a month and a half away. <clears throat> All right. That's it for sponsors for now. Okay, now I got to remember not to mess this one up. I've got my sound. I've got my video. Here's the background. Uh, Where we live. Jesse says, uh, side note. Ethical question for you, Zane. Would you allow the NFK to fart on your mic for the show? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You would not believe, you would not believe how much feces was on the inside of his pants the other day. Oh, my God. When I was giving him a shower, he doesn't wear any damn underwear for some reason. And the streak of brown was, it was ridiculous. I'm like, what are you doing What's going on here? Oh, and he's got like a diaper rash on his ass. Kenny says, make him wear underwear. Well, the problem with that is he struggles with um, uh, his hands and going pee. And so if he has to pull down the underwear, oh, hang on, fart. Here we go. Gabagool says, how great would it have been if he shit his pants after talking about the NFK's pants? Tyler says, that sounded like it was tearing a porthole into hell. (laughs) Oh, shit. Devil fart, five stars. Dennis says, seriously crying. Oh, fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy. The fuck was I talking about? I don't even remember. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, you can't wear underwear. You just can't because he has a hard time getting access to his micro dick to take a pee. All right. Anyway. This is what I was getting at. In Grand Rapids, um, there's these motorcycle gangs. And they they ride, uh, uh, you know, they're constantly doing wheelies and riding on the sidewalk and uh, riding on uh, four-wheelers, ATVs, and you're, they're, they're not supposed to. It's, and they, 
they're they're becoming uh, menaces. All right, and uh, it they're breaking all sorts of traffic laws, running lights through downtown, and they they think they own the fucking city. Um, the problem is, <clears throat> excuse me, the cops try to stop them. And then they're very difficult to catch and they don't pursue them because they have the ability to go in places that the cop cars don't. This is in the, in the, in this area of the city where it's, it's a high speed chase just would, would kill someone and they're fucking everywhere. So the cops have decided um, in Grand Rapids. Now here we are in the middle of this brewing race war and uh, most of these riders are black for some reason. I don't know why this is, but most of them are. Um, and now the cops, what they do is the cops know that this is happening. And when they, when they act, when they do obey the law and they stop at a light, the cops will come on foot running towards the bike and tackle the fucker off of the bike while he's waiting at the light. All right. In order to get, in order to bust them. Now, how awesome is that? So we have footage of this actually uh, happening. Uh, the story on Fox 17, GRPD arrest video is the safest way to address reckless motorcycles. And so, um, you know, the people that are um, opposed to this are the same people that went to the fucking city commission meeting uh, last night and they're like, oh my God, this is a terrible thing. Holy crap. But uh, here you go. This is that story. Aha! Hang on. All right. I don't know why I can't hear shit. Oh boy. Okay, I figured it out. I thought for a second there I was fucking shit up. I was, I was, but I caught it. And that would have been just the, that would have had a temper tantrum. News at six starts right now. First at six tonight, people have complained to police for years about groups of motorcyclists who drive around Grand Rapids in packs of 20 or 30. They say disobeying traffic and causing dangerous situations. But now the police situation. department is giving them more attention and that's getting noticed online. Our Julie Denmeyer spoke with the police chief and is live in studio with the story. Julie. Yeah, Janice, this video that shows a takedown of a motorcyclist is making its rounds on social media. It's an arrest of a guy driving a motorcycle illegally. But Grand Rapids police say how they're addressing the problem of these groups of people. Okay, now you'll notice in this video, you'll see the cop come running up in the side view mirror of the person who's shooting the video. And you'll also notice this four-wheeler who's kind of buzzing them while they're making the arrest. The law. Here's is the four-wheeler. Look at this asshole. Making the arrest this way is the safest way for the public and the driver. Here comes the cop. Watch this. Yo! Yo! It looks like it could come straight out of an action movie. Get your hand behind the back. An arrest on burden and division of a motorcycle driver. Now, when that happens, we Rider. use a balancing test to determine whether or not we're going to initiate a traffic pursuit. This video given to us with permission from the person recording it to use. And because it's inherently dangerous to chase a motorcycle, not only for the motorcyclist, but for the police officer and for bystanders. It's been... Watch this guy on the ATV. 
viewed thousands of times, many saying this is excessive. The Grand Rapids police chief says it might look that way, but this is how they're addressing a complaint he's gotten dozens of times in the safe. The guy on the ATV is giving, he's just driving through the, he's just riding through the intersection, giving the cops the finger. This possible way. Literally from the second day that I started working here, I have been getting emails and phone calls from community members, just absolutely livid that, um, you know, they, what they see as lawlessness of these individuals. Explaining they don't have many options when making these arrests for groups of people riding vehicles dangerously and recklessly, as officers say this group was. Attempted to stop him, he drove away at a high rate of speed. Getting the driver off the bike is a priority. A hand on the throttle could make things dangerous. The illegal activity by these riders uh, really terrorizing people downtown, terrorizing people in residential neighborhoods is uh, something that we take very seriously. Winstrom says this driver did just... Part of me wants wants him to just shoot him. Just, it, it's time to bring out snipers, okay? And put them rooftops. That would end this real quick. Okay, non-lethals. Just that, moments before this arrest, later stopping at that light. When we do arrest individuals like this, it's when they're stopped. That's when the officer tackles him. As you can see, the driver isn't alone. Another driver on an ATV, which aren't legal on the streets in Grand Rapids, drives toward an officer. So this officer... That, that guy who went riding towards him on the ATV is lucky he didn't get shot advantage of uh, of the situation to take enforcement action. This is ridiculous. I, mean, I, thought, I think you did a very good job. Winstrom saying it's a miracle. Look at this asshole. Has been seriously Riding a scooter on the sidewalk, you fucking dick. Hurt by these wannabe biker groups he's heard so much about, which is why they're doing something about it. Grand Rapids has been extremely fortunate over the past three years that the uh, motorcycles, ATVs, off-road vehicles uh, have been an issue that we haven't seen somebody killed or seriously injured. Meanwhile, we've learned the man in the video was arrested for driving without a valid license, insurance, or a registered motorcycle license, and as well as fleeing and eluding among some other charges. If anyone, meanwhile, has any information on the person that was driving that ATV that's seen here, you're asked to contact Grand Rapids Police or... What a bunch of assholes. My God. Absolute lawlessness. Shitheads. Uh, was it not street legal? Had he already run from the officers? A group of shitheads did this in Detroit not long ago. I saw one downtown last night popping wheelies nonstop. I was crossing my fingers that he'd fall. Oh, God. So stupid. Yeah, have an announcement. At the next city commission meeting, say, welcome in, come on in. We'd like to announce that we have snipers atop rooftops and we are going to shoot you, okay? You will be shot from this day forward if we see you uh, breaking the law. I realize that that's ridiculous. What about paintballs? Can we start unloading paintballs on these... Hire Rick from TC Paintball to take care of these people. Son of a bitch. It's just stupid. Hmm. I know Rick's got some thoughts on this. It's been too long since we've talked to Rick.
Jason May says most of those are not street legal. They're supposed to be used for uh, off-roading. If your matter is urgent, please leave a message. Otherwise, I will see that you called and return your phone call. Aha, I see how you're doing that there. All right. Now go for Rick. All right. What else do I have for you here? Speaking of the Grand Rapids motorcycle assholes, a, uh, a scooter rider in Florida, in Broward County, woman on a scooter, decided it would be a good idea when, you know, how you, you approach a train and the, and the things go down, they say, hey, uh, don't go through here because a train is, is flying by, so you don't want to do that. Well, uh, not only is this particular area where the arms come down and says, don't cross the train tracks because a train's coming, it was a high-speed train, the Bright Line. It runs about 75 to 80 miles an hour. It's a high-speed passenger service that comes ripping through. Now, for some reason, because people in this area of the country, Florida, are stupid, uh, they kind of uh, gravitate towards trains, I guess. This is the 63rd person who's been slaughtered by this death train, the Bright Line. It began operations in 2017, and 63 people have been massacred by this one train. That gives it by far the uh, worst per-mile fatality rate in the nation. You know what happened to the scooter, babe. She decided, and that's, and I, I say good. Uh, this is this is what needs to happen. We need this to happen more. We need to uh, give out free scooters to people and remove those arms that go up and down because that would ensure that more death because of the stupidity that is involved with these people. Uh, this train is taking care of a big problem in Florida. So congratulations to them. She, she, uh, she weaved her way through the arms and the train hit her at like 80 miles an hour. My God, can you imagine the, 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 the mist cloud when that happens? Oh, do you even stop after, after the 63rd death and you're the guy who's in charge of the train and you're like, Oh, I hit another one. You just keep going at that point. It's like, ah, somebody else. We can't stop. You know, they say like, uh, it takes a train, uh, like miles to stop when it's going at 30 miles. Can you imagine one of these uh, uh, high-speed rails? it take like a day and a half to slow down, you know? They'd probably kill 10 more people just stopping the damn thing. Dumb Dumb went around the crossing gates and hit the side of the train, pronounced dead at the scene, at the scene name and age not released. 63rd death? My God. They're averaging one death for every 33,000 miles that it's traveled. The next worst uh, death rate is one every 101,000 miles. I don't know how even one person dies. The arms are down. You look right, you look left. 
Is there a giant behemoth barreling down at a high rate of speed? If you see it in either of those directions, you do not put your body in front of it. How can this be a thing? The world is full of so many stupid people. I am guessing that the collective IQ of the 63 people that have died at the hands of this murder train is 63. Okay. They need to put notches on the front of the train. Uh, Hey, we got another one with the next time it stops because, holy shit, my God. 79 miles an hour through densely populated urban and suburban areas. They need to put this in Grand Rapids where those motorcyclists are, where the guys doing wheelies and braking and running uh, lawlessly through our streets. We need that to happen. And have one, have a stop be out in front of the city commission uh, where, where those meetings are so that all these pieces of shit with the megaphones and the shit and the lady with who looks like she's smuggling a couple of dwarves on her back can get hit and crushed. But that might do untold damage to the train. It would probably cause a derailment. Whatever happened to Elon Musk and his Hyperloop? Remember that? Wasn't that something he was uh, uh, working on making a uh, a giant underground vacuum high-speed bullet system of transportation? Wasn't that one of the things he was working on? The inspi- I actually want to talk more to about uh, Elon Musk. I'm glad that that comes up because Elon Musk has announced, he has announced that he would immediately reinstate Trump onto Twitter. Now, what do you think about that? Uh, what do you, where do you think I stand on Trump and Twitter? As you know, he was banned from social media. Now, some of you have suggested that his free speech is being compromised. And um, I, it, 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 it makes me sad that I have to review this with you all the time that it's not Uh, he is utilizing an entity and they had rules and he broke those rules so they banned him I have never once uh, complained in uh, one year and one month of the seven or eight bannings I got on Facebook some of them were weak And just because I use certain words and the AI recognized that, that's how it goes. How do you think I feel about Trump showing back up on Twitter, which is going to happen? I fully support Trump's presence on Twitter. Only because the person who owns it said, it's mine and I'll do whatever the fuck I want with my Twitter. I don't have a problem with him being banned. I supported that. That's the way it goes, dumbass. If you fuck up, that's that's how it is. If I start saying horrible shit here on Twitch, Twitch is going to mute me or ban me. Those are the rules. I play by them. 
I don't have a problem with anybody being kicked off of any platform. Tough shit. You fucked up. But now that there's a new sheriff in town, Musk, who is just ridiculous. God. Man, I was reading up about Elon Musk the other day. And um, Elon Musk wiki. What was it that stood out to me? I believe Musk was born in South Africa. His family was wealthy. His father once was quoted as saying, we have so much money, I don't even know how to close. I can't even close the safe. So dad had a ton of cash, all right? Um, Musk immigrated to Canada in order to get to the U.S., He applied for a Canadian passport through his Canadian-born mother. Waiting for documentation, he went to a school in South Africa for five months. This allowed him to avoid mandatory service in the South African military. He arrived in Canada in June of 89. He lived with his second cousin in Saskatchewan. Worked odd jobs at a farm and a lumber mill. Went to college in Kingston, Ontario. Two years later, transferred to the University of Pennsylvania. Graduated in 97 with a Bachelor of Arts degree in Physics and a Bachelor of Science degree in Economics from the Wharton School. 1994, Musk had an internship at a Silicon Valley company. Um, In 1995... He was accepted into a doctorate program at Stanford. He dropped out after two days and decided to launch an internet startup company called Zip2 that you've never heard of. Him and his brother and another guy uh, founded that company with what's known as angel investors. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Anyway, people with money. They sold, Musk uh, sold his share of that company for $22 million in 1999. Okay, so four years after he started that, he got $22 million. All right? So 1999, that makes him 29 years old at the time, about. Then the PayPal thing. But it started with a company that he founded called X.com, an online financial services and email payment company, which became PayPal. Um, in 2002, so now seven years of doing business, in his seventh year of doing business, pay, uh, PayPal was purchased by eBay for one and a half billion dollars in stock of which Musk, the largest share shareholder with 11.72 shares received 175.8 million fucking brilliant. And then he starts with all the money he's making. He starts bettering the world. I love Elon Musk, the whole Neuralink thing, SpaceX, Tesla, the boring company, uh, 
just fucking incredible. Here it talks about the Hyperloop, which I just mentioned. Oh, my God. Um, and now with the purchase of Twitter, he's bringing it back to the people. He says, I want this to be, you do whatever the fuck you want. And that's great. So I absolutely love what he's doing. No, there's not going to be any rules. Yes, you can say whatever you want. Perfect. Good. And that's, that's good. I think that that, um, I think that if Trump has a place to uh, say whatever he wants, that gives the world, I think, less chance to bitch and moan and complain and say that he is being held down. You know, um, uh, let the chips fall as they may. You know, uh, at the end of the day, um, if he ha- if he is out and about on Twitter, um, he'll if he runs again, he would try to use that to his benefit. And then people, you know what I love is people are going to say, Elon Musk, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing allowing him to say what he has to say? You can't. He's, uh, I can. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. Why? How makes you think you can do that? It's mine. I can say whatever I want on it. It's mine. And you can't do a GD thing about it. Now, what do you think about that? Tell me how hurt you are. Show me on your body where that hurts, you fucking pussy. Jesus. All right. <laughs> Jason says, it's amazing how his net worth increased from 2020 until now. Yeah, that amazing video about the rice. How about the fact that when you hear, when I hear, oh, my God, he bought it for $44 billion. He's got to be broke now. He's probably already made up that money. The fact that $44 billion could change hands. You ever like wonder if they had, if that was in like hundred or thousand dollar bills, how big that pile of money would be. One more thought, completely different topic. Can uh, think, uh, speaking of money, the United States just agreed to send it was either 40 or $80 billion of military aid to Ukraine. Okay. And um, why is someone announcing that? Why can't we just keep that on the down low? Because when we, because we are at war right now. This is a, we, we are a, a war by proxy. This is World War Three is going on right now. The whole world is fighting Russia. How I, I think we're really rolling the dice with these press releases that uh, however many billion dollars are going and sending rocket launchers and tanks to kill Russians. How, what the fuck? Would you stop telling the world about what we're doing? Whoever is responsible, would you please keep that on the down low? Of all the things that we should actually suppress, it should be the announcement that we're sending all this military shit to kill Russians. You know why? Because I don't want an ICBM Satan missile going up our ass and blowing up the world. Jesus. Stop announcing that we are helping the Ukrainians. Ignore. 
All right, folks. We have the uh, asshole of the day coming up in just a moment. Uh, please ha- uh, reach out to me if you want to advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Send an email, eric at ericzanecho.com. Bennett Flooring Installation. They will install what you buy. 616-318-0167. If you are in West Michigan, reach out, reach it. Jesus. Reach out to Jacob or Jason. They'll show up. Jacob will be wearing his uh Cintas pajamas and slippers in his flooring department, black flooring ambulance to your residence and measure. 616-318-0167. 616-318-0167. Um, they will, is the least expensive way to install it professionally. Okay. They'll be here working at this house in a matter of weeks. As soon as we can get Kyle B, uh, to finish up the paint job, Diana is so pissed at him. The flooring that he will be installing will be purchased at Johnson carpet, one floor and home discount outlet in Granville, Michigan. Uh, this is, um, quickly becoming not so much of a secret, but it was for the longest time until these guys started advertising on the show. So this dude named Darwin owns Johnson carpet, one floor and home um, showroom also in Granville, just down the street across from Striders on Chicago drive. But just to the West is the discount outlet in front of little Caesars. That's an enormous warehouse. It ain't pretty. Okay. But everything in there is bought bulk the best selling brands the best styles they buy by the tractor load 53 feet stacked with flooring they know it's going to sell so they buy a lot of it at a lower price and pass the savings on to you add to it that if you say my name when you go there say my name you will get 10 percent off what is already the lowest price you will find johnson carpet one floor and home discount outlet Go there, bring a truck, leave with the flooring. All right. It is asshole of the daytime. I'll be on Patreon in just a little bit. I got to work fast today. So you might have some shortcuts being taken on the note taking of the publishing of the free podcast. Who is going to be your asshole of the day? I think I know. I think I know. The Leoya protesters at the city commission meeting. What a bunch of assholes. You have earned the asshole of the day brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. Kyle says co uh, co-assholes of the day, fat protesters and motorcycle a-holes. Yeah, they could be too. I want to be the cop that has to uh, rip somebody off a motorcycle. My God, is that great. That is my time on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I hope you have a good one, and I hope you join me on Patreon. If you are enjoying me on the uh, free podcast, please consider signing up for Patreon. More stuff for you to listen to and you keep the podcast alive. 
Uh, program note, we are uh, skipping the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast this week because your old pal Eric Zane is spread super thin and uh, can't get it done. Wednesday and Thursday, I've got um, huge show stuff to take care of, so that's, that's going to miss the cut for this week. But I'll have it next week. Don't worry. Thank you. All right. Until next time, thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Don't forget, I'm on the radio today, 3 p.m. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.